Hey, I'm Steph. I'm a motivator, creator, small business owner, and educator. I'm a lover of all things health, spirituality, inspiration, and business. These are just a few words to describe me, along with passion, grit, and resiliency. Regardless of what I'm up to, I am soul-driven to create a purpose-filled life and find the advantages in adversity, all while keeping a smile on my face. Soul Driven with Steph is a podcast that will fill up your cup and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and on fire as you listen to interviews and stories of other soul-driven and strong women that have overcome against all odds. This podcast was a calling on Steph's soul to serve, connect, and share stories of struggles and successes, all to create a community so that you know you're never alone. Grab a cup of coffee, get ready to learn laugh and leave with wisdom and strategies to connect to your soul and get back in the driver's seat of your life today. Here's Steph. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Driven with Steph. I am so thrilled for not only one, but three guests joining us today for this podcast episode. We are talking all things marketing with our mini marketing breakout room speakers for our Sister Circle Summit 2024 coming up on Friday, March 22nd. So I just really wanted to get these ladies on here to give you guys insight into all of the tactical applicable tools and strategies you're going to walk away with from this amazing day. And marketing is a topic that we hear people, small business owners, especially struggling with all the time. And we really want to simplify it down, make it tactical, tangible, and accessible for all of you to implement these things today. So please welcome to the podcast. Our very first guest we have is Miss Sarah Koblitz. Hi, thanks for having me. We are super pumped to have you, Sarah. So tell us about your journey into small business ownership and creating a more recent company called Social by Sarah. What inspired you to start helping small business owners optimize their social media strategy? Yeah, thank you. When I first got this question, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things to share. But I really grew up around small business. My mom and dad both own two separate small businesses. Um, Once I got into high school, my older brother created his own business and my older sister did as well. So it's really all in the family. We all have different businesses. My husband is now a small business owner as well. Um, I went to college for communication studies and sociology. I knew I wanted to work around people and helping people, but in what capacity, I really had no idea at the time. Um, But I was thinking back, and during college, I had four separate internships, all of which were small businesses. Very different small businesses, by the way, but they really helped my love for small business grow even further. For two of them, I was actually doing their social media, and I just couldn't believe that that was a job. And even that owning a small business was a job. I just remember thinking, this is such a dream. This is so cool. It feels like playtime. Every time I come to work here, if I get to do this one day, it will just make my whole life. Um, During that same time, I started my first business, which is Makeup by Sarah Koblitz. Um, And that really started out of pure passion of just loving to do makeup artistry, honestly. Um, 
I had friends who would hire me and then that kind of just slowly grew and I had to learn how to do social media for my own business because I realized how impactful it could really be. Um, so fast forward a couple years, being a part of Sister Circle and having so many family and I feel like once you become a small business owner, a lot of your friends are also small business owners just because they get you and what's happening in your life. Um, exactly what you said, Stephanie, is so true. One thing that they all echo is how much they hate social media and marketing, which is so unfortunate. I always <laughs> felt like the the sore thumb that stuck out because I'm like, I love it. I love to do before yeah. and afters for my business. I love to do all of these things. And as the years went by, I just kept hearing more and more stories about people hating it. And I'm like, guys, I have the tools to help you. And I really enjoy this. Um, this time last year, I was looking for something new and I just decided I'm going to go for it. I'm going to make Social by Sarah. Why not help these people that need help? And yeah, it's been so much fun. I love that. And I think that's something I resonate with all of you that are on this podcast today is we love marketing and we love social media. And of course, there's negatives to everything. But I think just seeing the positive impact it can have on a small business makes it worth investing your time and energy into and just like having fun with it. I think that is what separates it too. We see it as a, a form of creativity and play and almost like research really to figure out what works for our business. So tell us, what are three tips to save time with social media and email marketing? Because what you're going to be speaking to at Summit is how do you integrate your social media with your email marketing to make both of those marketing streams work for you without spending extra time on both of them? Yes, I love this question. There's a million things in marketing, social media email marketing that we could be doing. And you're exactly right. We have to do what works best for each business. There's not going to be a one size fits all that you can do. So it was very hard for me to narrow these down, but I think I have three golden tickets here that will be great for all business owners. So my first one is to be aware of the right now in your business, but always keep an eye on what's coming up. Um, so many businesses are just walking in on Monday and saying, wow, we have a lot of face washes on the shelf that are about to expire. Let's throw them on sale. And they miss the opportunity that it's Valentine's this week. It was just the Super Bowl. There's something we could have paired this sale with that would have made it go even farther. We could have gotten where we wanted even quicker. So be aware of what's coming up. My first recommendation is just to start with one month. Okay. So it's February right now. Look ahead to March. What types of holidays are going to be coming up? What type of events do you guys have that you can be thinking of? And just thinking one month ahead of time. Um, yeah, the planning what days you're going to market things can just help you tremendously. No more last minute sales, flying by the seat of your pants. That's something we hear so often. Start with just one month and you'll just feel so much better already. Um, my second one, I personally think is an easy one that always gets forgotten about. And that is no matter what stage of business you're in, we should always be collecting email addresses. This is something that is so easy to ask your clients every time you do a sale or a giveaway, grab that email address from them. There's so much content on social media, which we love, but where people are going to really 
take your information and run with it and pay attention to it is in their email inbox. A lot of business owners don't start thinking about email marketing until they're well into their business. And that's so much data, so many people that we could have been collecting that we've just simply missed out on. So always, always be collecting email addresses. Um, Last one is another one that I think doesn't get thought about until later on. And that is decide what your branding colors, fonts, theme are first and stick with them. We do not have to reinvent the wheel every time we're creating an email or a post, all right? Pick like five colors that you love that all go well together, maybe one or two fonts to start with. Um, Yeah, we don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Your clients want to know what they can expect when they look for your business. So pick something, stick with it, make it easy for them. Yes, I love that. And you can really turn out... Um, you know, social media posts and emails quickly when you already have templates and you're just duplicating, plugging in the information, and that's where you can save so much time and energy um, versus trying to, yes, reinvent the wheel every time, not worth it. I love your attention back to the email addresses. We know that we don't own social media platforms, so building your business on just platforms is a risky business. We want to bring them back to our email list. Even if it's just, I have all these emails in a spreadsheet, great. And then eventually putting them into a software where you can send, you know, a monthly newsletter or something, just start collecting. I love it. Let's worry about what we're going to do with them later. But if you're a new business, let's start now. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Well, give us just an idea of what can attendees expect to walk away with from your summit session? So my first thought is fun. If you know me personally, I think this is something I always try to have within everything in life. You guys, life is really hard. Let's make it fun. Let's enjoy what we're doing. I want my session to be super, super fun and just feel very real. A lot of times you can go to trainings and just feel like, It's very stuffy or you can't ask the questions that you want. And that is not at all how it's going to be with me. I'm a real person. I like to have fun. I want to connect with you guys and learn about you. So it's going to be very fun, very real. And then I want you guys to arrive with all of your thoughts and questions that you currently have about your marketing, what you're doing or maybe not doing. But you're going to leave with some really great, first off, ideas and then tools to get you there with what you want to pull forward from the presentation. Um, I'm also going to be sharing several insightful apps and programs that you guys can utilize. And then most importantly, I'm going to show you examples from real life businesses. Okay. We're not just going to be talking about some cloudy idea and then just you leave and just hope you can figure it out by yourself. I'm going to show you exactly how I do it step-by-step, some real examples so that you can make this happen for yourself. I love it. Well, speaking of fun, what are you looking forward to most about Summit 2024, Sarah? Oh my gosh, so much fun. I wish I could put fun again, but the word I chose was connection. Again, life and entrepreneurship in itself can be really, really hard. Um, it's so much better we can we, when we can do this all together. Um, that's one of my favorite parts about Sister Circle and specifically Summit. So I cannot wait to connect with all of you guys, learn about you, and then create some good relationships as well and help each other in our businesses. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing those tips today. I mean, that alone is valuable insight to just give us a starting point, right? So you're going to get these tips and strategies from today's podcast, and then you get to go deeper in person with all of our speakers. So look for Sarah Koblitz and Social by Sarah at the Sister Circle Summit 2024. Thanks, Steph. You bet. Awesome. Well, coming up next, we have a speaker who has been in the marketing realm for a while now and works very intimately with small businesses, helping them build their brand, their strategy. She's a coach. She's a teacher at heart, and she's going to be talking all about your website and optimizing your SEO. So please welcome Michelle Malone. Thank you, Steph. Yes, absolutely. So tell us about your journey into collective marketing, which is your company, and what really sparked your passion for helping small business owners with their marketing strategy. Well, I always grew up really artistic I thought I was going to be an interior designer when I was really young. I like watched HGTV all the time, all the flipping of the houses. I'm obsessed. I think I will flip a house one day too, but um, <laughs> I love it. And then I really I really did pursue dance was my main form of art that I really latched onto in middle school and high school and then thereafter uh, I did a lot of training professionally doing choreography, um, performing for years. My um, mentor and boss was like, hey, I think it would be awesome if you have a supplemental job in case something ever happened to your body, health, different things like that. And I'm really glad she told me that because I did tear my ACL and I was out of dancing for a whole year. So really glad I took her advice. I went to school um, at a local technical college for graphic design. I didn't, I, it, it's not like I really was ever like, I'm going to be a graphic designer, but it just, when I was looking at different courses to take, it just felt like more aligned with me because I was artistic. And this was just a different way of being artistic, just like on the computer. So I did that. I fell in love with it. And I'm glad I did because that has, you know, just helped my career in general, having those two aspects of dance and then graphic design and marketing. So then I worked for my boss and mentor where Stephanie, that's where we really met and worked for her coaching business for four years as the sales and marketing coordinator. I really started as social media management, doing some graphic design projects for our clients. And I just always wanted to grow. I was always asking for more. I was like, can I do more? I want to do more. And so I just have always had a huge growth mindset I've always had an entrepreneurial thing inside of me. I would see an empty building and I say, I'm going to have a business someday. I'm going to open up a business. So anytime I would see an empty building, I knew I would have a business someday. Um, after four years of working at this business, it came to a point where I was just like, I am ready to take that risk and become an entrepreneur. And it just naturally made sense to go into the realm of marketing since I had been doing that for so many years already. And I had that knowledge and that experience. So I started working or even before I left my nine to five, I was starting to work with clients already. 
Um, I already had done a website design. I was starting to work with another client on a website. I had gone part time at my job. And then eventually I was like, all right, it's time to do this. And I just really have a passion, kind of like Sarah said, of just helping small business owners get rid of the stress and overwhelm that comes with marketing. Because like we've already said, I am a geek about marketing. I just love it. I, am, I, it's, I feel like a nerd when it comes to marketing. I'm like, I love listening to podcasts. I love like looking at what's the trend right now. What are the new things? Just continually gaining that knowledge. And I know not everybody enjoys that, right? So I like to be that liaison between what's going on and what small business owners really need to latch onto and learn. And like you said, I am a teacher at heart. I absolutely love teaching. My favorite thing that I've incorporated this past year into collective marketing are really like those in-person workshops that I've started to do, one-on-one coaching sessions, my online training group that it just, it is really, really rewarding to see small business owners just go, oh, I didn't know it could be that easy. Or, oh, you're making that like a lot simpler than I thought, you know? So I just, I love doing that. And that's kind of my heart for this business is to really be there for the small business owners, give them really good strategies and creative ideas to make their marketing a little bit less stressful and just more seamless moving forward. Yeah, I love that. And just taking your passion for design and that sort of expression of creativity and helping people channel that because, you know, marketing is something we're all passionate about, but not everyone is, or it's not your area of expertise. Well, if it is something that you are very passionate about, why not help other people with it? And the other thing I love about marketing is it's, you can see the results right? There is a direct correlation between your input and the output. Um, So I think that's really satisfying, like you were saying, to help them see those results, even if they're really small, you know, even if their reach increases by 1% or their open rate of their email, 1%, it's still 1%. So there's so many ways to analyze and track the marketing that I think it makes it more fun when you can see what's working and what's paying off. And if it's not, then you pivot it and try something new. So I love that. Well, speaking on the topic of website and SEO, first of all, will you tell us what SEO stands for? Because I know that kind of getting into some lingo um, around website, tell us what SEO is, why it's important, and what are three tips to optimize our website and SEO? Yeah, definitely. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And Google is the number one search platform in the world. Okay, everyone is going to Google to search the best restaurant near me, or the hairstylists near me, right? So we want to make sure that we're showing up when people are typing that into Google. A big way that we do that is with our website. And so there's a lot of different things that we want to have included on our website, and we're really going to dive into those things at my session at Sister Circle Summit. 
My three tips though for you today is number one, we need to have a, if you don't have a website yet, don't worry. But if you do have a website, here's the thing. We need to have a fast load speed because people do have a very short attention span. Literally in the first three seconds, your website needs to load. Otherwise people are going to give up. And it's crazy to think that, but we live in a very fast paced world. So if your website isn't loading within three seconds, people might just ditch it and go to a different one. So the way, one way, this is your tip for a faster load speed is making sure that all of the photos on your website are compressed to a web-sized format. You don't want to be taking the photos that your photographer gives to you that are like gigabytes. You don't want to put those on your website. We need to compress them into less than 200 kilobytes, which is even smaller than a megabyte. So we'll kind of dive into some different ways that you can do that, platforms you might be able to use to compress your photos, but that would be my number one tip. Number two is really use a lot utilizing keywords and keyword phrases on your website. So when we think of keywords, keyword phrases, that's exactly what people would type into Google looking for you. Okay, so maybe they're looking for online marketing coach. I better have online marketing coach, that phrase, on my website multiple places and in where you can plug in keywords on the back end of your website builder. There's usually places that you can put keywords in for different um, your different pages. You can put in your meta descriptions, your keywords and keyword phrases. Just think, what would people type when they're looking for my business or my services? And we want to have those. Okay, that's tip number two. Tip number three is really important is making sure that our website copy is really customer and client focused versus me focused. Okay, I've seen this mistake and this is in marketing in general over and across the board on social media, in your email, on your website. But instead of saying, I do this, we really need to flip the script and say, you know, you will feel less stressed working with me. What is that end result that your customer and consumer is going to feel and really having that as the forefront of our website and also just thinking of your client's journey with you. So, you know, choose your marketing journey with me. Choose your makeup journey with me, right? So how can we weave in where people might be at along the process and have those type of that type of language, that type of guiding them through how they might connect with you and your business, I think is really a really important factor. And we're going to work on those things during my session. I love it. And these are just a reminder, things that you don't learn or know unless you are researching this or you go to school and learn some of these topics. So if you're like, wow, I didn't know that, (laughs) that's okay. I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, I need to compress my files. So Michelle, just a quick follow-up question. Do you use a website to compress those files or how do you do that even? 
So personally, I use Photoshop because I have the creative Adobe suite product. Um, but there's a lot of other photo editing platforms that we can look into. And I'll have a few other good ideas um, at the session for people who don't have Photoshop, since that is like a little bit of an added chart, monthly charge to have the Adobe Suite products. Sure. Well, I love your reference to the journey, right? It is the journey. And as the business owner, we are inviting the client into the, the journey with us, but it's their journey, right? So like you said, making the language less about us and all the things that we do and more about them and how they're going to feel when they're working with us. So speaking to everybody, wherever they're at on their journey in your copy on your website is just as important as making it visually appealing um, for someone to go there. So I love that. Great tips. Tell us what our attendees of the summit can walk away with from your mini marketing session. Yeah, so honestly, we'll really go over training even deeper and best practices for SEO, working on our sales copy together and creating that client journey and maybe tweaking, looking at our website and saying, I think we should switch this here. So it'll be really hands-on. I'll have you pull up your website, looking at it. If you don't have a website, we'll pull up your social media, make sure that your language is aligning with the journey and where they're going to feel after working with you. We'll uh, work on, I'll give some more tips for the compressing of photos, working on getting some keywords together. And then uh, one thing that is really important that I learned in school and, you know, moving forward is called usability testing. So we're going to partner up and have it one-on-one -on -one with someone, hopefully that you don't really know, because it's also great. That's one thing I love about the summit. And I am already getting into the next question, but you're going to meet some really cool people, but I want you to meet new people too. So um, we'll go one-on-one -on -one and really what you do is you go through, so the other person's going to go through your website and I'm going to have them do it on the phone because 99% of people are using the phone. So there's another tip. It must be mobile responsive. It should yeah. definitely be the best on mobile, right? So I'll have yeah. the other person go through and they're talking through what they're experiencing as they're going through your website. They're saying, oh, this is a little clunky. I don't know. Oh, this is really pretty. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I'm going to go book. Oh, that's kind of like a long booking process. Ah, I'm not going to give my address right now. Okay, so it's going through that entire journey. And I'm going to ask people to be pretty blunt because we need to hear those things, right? We need to hear like, that was really difficult. <laughs> or oh, your, your colors are a little like old school, we need to upgrade, let's get a little bit more trendy, or different things like that. Or maybe you're going to, they're going to say, this is incredible. This was such a good, smooth experience. The, the colors are great. Everything is clean, looking really professional. Awesome. Okay, so that usability testing is going to give us a lot of feedback. And, you know, even for the listeners here, if you're not able to, if you're like from out of town, and you can't come to Summit, have like five friends do that. 
just just say, hey, I, I need you to just verbally process what you're experiencing while you're going through my website right now. And then really take that feedback, not as like a dig to your like pride, but as to like, this is now what I need to go back, fix, tweak, and change so that it's a better experience for other people. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it's going to be so amazing that day. I love all these different topics that we're touching on to create this holistic, you know, marketing uh, learning day, really, and engaging right away. So what are you looking forward to most about Sister Circle Summit? Well, I already said one thing, but um, just connecting with people. Like Sarah said, I you can meet so many new people and I encourage you, even if you're a little more introverted, just go up and say hi to someone, introduce yourself to them because everyone is really kind that comes to this event. Uh, we're really supportive. It's not just, we're not just saying that this is a supportive group. It actually really, really is. And uh, Stephanie's just created that culture. And so kudos to you, Stephanie, for creating that culture of supportive women. It really, really, truly is that way. So excited to meet new people and just gaining knowledge. I am such a learner. I love learning. And so I always love learning from the new speakers and um, just up-leveling my own businesses as well. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing those awesome tips with us today. And we look forward to your session at the Sister Circle Summit in March. Thank you. Our for next speaker. Me. Yes, our next speaker. We're so excited to have. Um, when we were looking at, you know, what pieces of marketing are really important right now and you know, we want to hone in on it was email and website and video content. And who better to ask than our very own Sarah Egbert, who is a social media manager and has just tons of experience working with small businesses and really brings that creative eye to capturing video content, especially reels. So welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thanks for having me, Steph. It's very exciting to be here. So I'm excited to be here with all, all four of us. I think that this is really exciting. It's getting me excited for, for Summit that's right around the corner. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, tell us about your journey into social media media management. What was your spark of inspiration to really help small business owners with their marketing? I mean, uh, if people you know that know me uh, look at what I do now, they're probably not too surprised. Um, always one had a passion for helping people, which I think in this particular area. Um, all of us know that we have to be passionate about helping people because it's going to be putting them in places where they're uncomfortable. And so having that patience, but also that compassion to kind of get them through that process, super important. So that's always been kind of at that foundational level. Um, but I guess it's really just, um, like you said, I've worked with multiple small businesses in very different realms. Um so knowing that small businesses wear so many different hats, it can be exhausting having to, one, feel like you like everything because some stuff is just not fun. <laughs> um, so just kind of knowing that and then, you know, being able to 
get past that struggle of, of so many tasks and delegating there. So that's kind of where I've seen that firsthand and you, you want to help. Um, but also video creation has always been um, kind of a soft spot for me. Um, I had a camera when I was little. I thought I was going to be a photographer or a video content creator, um, which is kind of where I ended up going. But um, when I was in high school, I opted out instead of speech presentations to do like a news video so that I'm not talking in front of my class, but we're doing like um, what's going on in the local news. And we did a sports segment and we did all these kinds of things that were, it was just more fun for me. Um, so definitely like that's kind of where my inspiration landed. But um, I guess really it was just, I was in a position where I could do that as my passion. And so I was like, why not? you know, do it for, for other businesses to help them out. Awesome. Well, tell us, because video is so important. We know that in all media forms, and it's come become even more essential to stay in front of our audience. So give us three tips we can utilize when we're creating video content for social media, like a reel or even TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree with you. I feel like some people think it's very daunting, but it's not going away. So um, it's one of those things that's always good to get a little bit uncomfortable, but not so far uncomfortable where you're like, oh, I don't even know where to start. So in terms of like kind of simplifying it or like tips, um, it's really just knowing your niche. So whether that's, you know, you're, you sell a physical product or let's say you're a coaching business. Um, they're going to be different in the ways that you um, capture that video creation. So like a physical product, you're going to show how you use it or, you know, what problems does it solve? Like these kinds of things um, versus coaching. I feel like you're going to be more in front of the camera because that's what your service is. So you're going to be sharing those tips and, and tricks and things like that. Um, in front of the camera like you would in front of a client. So those are different. You can't attack video creation in the exact same way because it really depends on what kind of service or product you have. Um, the second one kind of ties into that is appealing to your emotions and, you know, that kind of, I don't know, it, it's like human, human nature. You, I mean, you don't want it to be so... Uh, stiff and just unresponsive. You want them to feel the emotions that you have if they were to walk into your brick and mortar. Um, so that's kind of the creation that you can get where either you're talking to their pain points. So either you're talking about how they feel right now and your service or product fixes that or the feelings you feel after that. Um, but you can also do the, that's for the, the B-roll and the, um, the behind the scenes stuff also comes into play because you get to see your personality. Um, you get to see what you're like in person, in real life. And that's so, so important. Um, lastly is always tech is changing. I know all four of us can speak to experience of being really frustrated when Instagram is 
beta testing and you don't have all the buttons you used to have, or it, you did all this work and then it's just, it's not there and you're not sure why, or it didn't save the way you were supposed to. Um, and while that can be frustrating, I, I think anyone who's listening, um, you have four women here who know that struggle <laughs> and are here to help. So if there's certain tips or tricks that way, um, we can kind of walk through those, like what kind of technical issues you might be having, um, because there could be different in, in all realms of things. But just know that tech is always going to be changing. There's always going to be new kinks to work out. Um, but practice makes uh more, more, more perfect, I guess. Not necessarily perfect, but um, progress. Yeah, absolutely. I love those tips. Um, just, yeah, showing up, being relatable. I think really differentiating what you're selling is so important. You know, if mm -hmm. we're only just trying to copy what other people are doing, it might not be the best for our specific business or industry. So being aware of that and then, yeah, being just more go with the flow of technology. And I know that frustration of when things change and you're like, ah, oh, I had this down and now I got to learn something new. And I really think mm -hmm. that's going to be one of the biggest struggles of our generation. And especially as business owners is we're constantly going to need to upgrade our information and our um, just processes of how we do things because technology is moving so quickly. And the more we try to, you know, grip on to the way things were and how it used to be better and whatever that might be, and instead just flow and figure out what is working next and now, um, the less frustrated and stressed we will feel because it is ever evolving and changing. So I could not agree more. So what can our attendees of Summit plan to walk away with from your mini marketing session? Um, so really, it's just a new perspective on that video creation. I feel like a lot of small business owners have anxiety with the video creation. One, they don't know where to start or, you know, they don't feel like they have the right components to make the videos. And there are lots of different ways. Well, I, I, I commend people for being in front of the camera. Some people, depending on your product, you don't have to be in front of the camera. And so kind of navigating those anxieties or different ways that you can combat those things so that you're playing to your strengths. Um, because we don't want this, you don't want that emotion of anxiety tied to something that you already don't like doing. Um, so kind of a, a new, fresh perspective for sure. Um, and then I think, you know, for, for everyone who's doing the mini marketing sessions, we want them to walk away with something. So whether or not that's tools or ideas, um, we're going to kind of walk through a scenario of how different niches will kind of create videos so they can kind of get some ideas um, but then just some tangibles, so content ideas and hooks and more more things to like kind of capture that engagement of the audience. Like Michelle said, people's attention span is so short. Um, you have to do something to kind of catch them right away. And then you lead them with, you know, maybe that's that email sign up or things like that. Things, things that lead them 
farther into your website or that that email marketing list, the so kind of that travel pathway. So I love it. Well, tell us, what are you looking forward to most about Sister Circle Summit 2024, Sarah? Well, I find it very funny that everyone chose the word connection because that was also what I have written down. So I think that just speaks to the testament of of how everyone feels being involved in Sister Circle. There's just truly that connection of of female empowerment you know, going forward into all of these events, especially Summit. Um, I'm fairly new. I know that Michelle and Sarah were there from the very beginning. Um, so this is, this will be my full year coming up soon. But um, no, I, when I first moved to La Crosse in 2021, um, I wanted a space like this. And I didn't know it existed until um, someone introduced me to Sister Circle. And it has definitely been a blessing. There have been a lot of life changes for me. So I'm very, very excited to just kind of take this next step at Summit. Um, I think someone already mentioned it, but just kind of like that learning mentality. I, I call it like the sponge mentality. You just absorb everything and then kind of just take the tools that you need and kind of how how are you going to implement it into your business or life? Because, you know, as a small business owner, they're so interconnected. It's not necessarily uh, work-life balance. It's it's just how you make them cohesively work together. So I'm really excited for that. And then always the networking opportunities. So I'm just very, very excited for all of that. So. Yay. Yes, you're celebrating your one year here very soon, which we are so grateful to have you part of Sister Circle. And it has been such a joy just like watching you evolve and expand and express yourself, which is our theme of Summit 2024. I was just thinking that as you were kind of talking about your own journey. And really, truly, I think back in the last year of all these business owners that we have the, the, you know, gratitude of being part of their journey. I think the best part of that is seeing their evolution and seeing how they come out of that evolution as this like truly authentic version of themselves and their business, right? So that's where like even our main topic of that that personal branding piece comes into it is building your business alongside your personal brand is so important because we're all going through our own evolution and um, we get to come out of it this higher version of ourselves. And that only makes our business that much more attractive, that much more powerful and impactful because we're showing up as our best self. So we get to show up in our business in that. And that's what attracts people to the energy of being in a room like Sister Circle Summit is just people really truly showing up as their best self and wanting that for everyone else and being supportive and encouraging and meeting people wherever they're at. So I can't wait. I'm so excited to have all three of you, Sarah Koblitz, Michelle Malone, Sarah Egbert, part of our mini marketing sessions. These are the tangible like takeaways that you're going to get. You're going to get inspiration. Of course, you're also going to get these really, you know, let's implement them while we're in the session so that you can, you know, start to make some strides towards it as soon as you leave, right? You're going to, you're going to leave with things actually checked off. 
um, which I think is one of the best feelings, right? We all want to feel inspired and empowered, but we also want to feel like we did some work while we were there too. So it's going to be an amazing day. I'm so grateful for you ladies for being a part of it, sharing your experience, your expertise, and your passion for helping people and women. And thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Until next time, keep following what drives your soul. Are you ready to take your business to new heights in 2024? Well, join us for our fourth annual Sister Circle Summit, the only small business conference right here in the Cooley region created just for women. Whether you're a brand new small business owner, established business owner, or you're just looking to connect with other growth-minded women in business, this is the event for you. We have women from all ages, all stages of small business ownership coming together to learn, to grow, to connect, to get inspired. If you want to go even deeper, we invite you to join us for the VIP experience and the VIP ticket that includes our afternoon CEO series. This CEO series is going to help you take a unique approach to your business strategy by cultivating your personal brand alongside your business. In this session, you're going to learn how to connect your story to your community so that you can share your message in an authentic way, as well as learn how to intentionally network and cultivate the connections you desire to help you take your business to the next level. We hope you join us for this inspiring and powerfully impactful day to help you grow your business in 2024. For more information to purchase your tickets, head to sistercircle.co, click events and learn about the general ticket and we hope you join us for the VIP. We hope to see you there on Friday, March 22nd, right here in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Soul Driven with Steph. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it out with someone else who needs to hear this message. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes drop. And until next time, be sure to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul.